And we are back. Another episode of Long Winded Spiel, episode 43. Hey, yo. Uh, it's been a few weeks here since we've been back on. Uh, a lot has happened. Yeah. We're going to try to cram all that in in a 45-minute uh, to an hour uh, podcast. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's just dive right in. The last time we all spoke, we, um, we were going to get some beer going. Uh, myself, Mike, and uh, Matt Roadhouse Rodick. And uh, now that we have you here... Um, the beer has been made. It's done. It's bottled, <laughs> ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was the first experience there, Mike? Uh, it was actually a lot of fun, man. Uh, kind of, I want to say, demystified the whole scenario a little bit for me because before it was like this mountain. Like I didn't, never, never made beer before in my life. So uh, going through the process the first time, especially with people that have made beer before, it was uh, you know a lot of fun. And yeah, now it's something that I want to do again and again. Like it was. Yeah, like the whole process, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's a great little hobby to have, and that's one thing I've been telling everyone, um, anyone willing to listen, <laughs> is uh, it's it's fun, dude. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's nice uh, making something because you don't get that instant gratification. Like let's say for an example, cooking. Um, you know, you 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 cook yourself this three course meal, and you did it all from scratch, and you you, you know it took you several hours to prep for it, and it's finally done, and there it is sitting in front of you. But you have it within that day. Like within that day, you end up eating that food, unless you're doing something crazy, like you're smoking ribs for like twelve hours. Uh-huh. Um, who the fuck's got that kind of time, right? Um, especially when it comes to eating. Uh, got a day off. Yeah, no, now right. and again. Yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, anyway, so with beer, uh, you know, it takes. About a month, you know. Yeah, three weeks to a month usually. Um, you know, you you start the first process, and then um, right after that, you uh, you 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 throw it in the uh, in the cambro and you let it sit there and ferment. You let uh, you know nature do its thing with the yeast and the sugars and you know and all that other good shit. And then um, once that's done, you know you you add the priming sugar to, to to give the yeast a little bit more food to carbonate the beer, add a smidget more alcohol. And then you uh, either you bottle it or you, uh, you which usually whenever you're a home brewer you bottle, mm-hmm. um, you bottle that motherfucker and then you let it sit for another two weeks, three weeks yeah. sometimes depending on how things I work. I was like, we're a little past two weeks on our bottling. Yeah, I think this, uh, this past Saturday was the second week, and uh, so we're about two weeks and a few days. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Man, maybe I'm just like the anticipation's killing. Yeah, me yeah. Like, it feels yeah. like it's been forever. Yeah, we're about two and a half weeks in. Like this, oh, okay. what's Wednesday, right? Wednesday, well, February twenty first, right? Is the twenty first today? Yeah, I think. Fucking man, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it says it right there on the screen. Man, I don't know. Nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I feel like it was a long time ago when we bottled it. But either way, uh, the anticipation's been killing me. I've been talking to people at work about it uh, every time we go because you know we work in a restaurant, so it's. You know, constantly serving beer and talking about beer. And, uh, yeah, I've been talking about this uh, amber ale that I brewed and been dying to, you know, maybe get a hold of a bottle and bring it in and let people try it. And, uh, you know, assuming that it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Well, we so are going to try it today, today's man. Today's the day, man. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to pop one open and hopefully hear that sound yeah that's the uh that's that indicator whether or not you uh you did it correctly and the second the second test would be the taste yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta make sure whoa caught myself right in the middle of the yawn there um you have to make sure that uh you know it didn't get it didn't get some um outside bacteria you know everything was nice and sterilized um no no contamination you don't want sour beer 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you want it to taste fine. Um, based off the taste that we had when we were bottling it, I mean, it's uh, listeners imagine it as uh, beer that's not carbonated and it's room temperature. It's not the best, but it kind of gives you an idea of whether or not you did an okay job. And if you appreciate beer, you can you can pick out those subtle notes that you uh, you're looking for for the uh, the style that we made, which is a red ale. Uh, there's a hibiscus red, so um, and it tasted like a red ale. It smelled mm-hmm. like it too, like especially if you if you if you're familiar with beer and just what it's supposed to sound, uh, smell like, taste like, etc. Like a uh, quick example, if you smell a Budweiser, you're not going to say, "Well, it smells like an IPA." You know, you're just, <laughs> you just you know you you know you know what to smell for, right. you know, or yeah. So, um, anyways. Um, it smelt and tasted fine, so I'm excited to see yeah. what the final product is going to be like. Me too. Man. Um, the one issue that I will say, just constructive criticism on ourselves, is there wasn't enough of the hibiscus flavor that came through based off that that first taste. So I was kind of bummed out about that. But again, I don't want to um, I don't want to write it off just yet because we still got to let it. You know, yeah, uh, got to let it simmer. You got to let it simmer. You, you never know. You, you got to let that bottle conditioning go. <laughs> Uh, and if it ends up being where you don't taste the uh, hibiscus, I'm going to say that maybe we didn't boil it for long enough. Yeah. I think we put it in for like the last 25 or 30 minutes of the boil. We probably – if it doesn't come through, um, we should probably put it in closer to the start of the boil. That way it really kind of – you know, it really takes all those flavors out. And um, and there are all – there are a lot of other things that we did that we could have done – um, differently to make uh, to 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 have made this batch easier on us, as far as um, it was a little like troublesome, like cutting open the tea packets and then that I, process was we should have left sure. it yeah we should have left it in the tea bags and just wrapped them in the cheesecloth yeah so so it's one giant tea bag you know huh. uh, the ayo um, so yeah I think that would have helped out a lot but um, again you you know you you figure this out you you go and you learn and you make better beer and I can't wait to crack open a few of them and get a nice little buzz off of beer that we all made yeah it's gonna be fun dude that's why I was thinking uh, <clears throat> I might not be the best sampler on this because I'm gonna be incredibly biased. Uh, in no matter what it tastes like, I'm gonna be like, "This is the best beer ever." It's fucking bomb. Have you guys tried this shit yet? Yeah, right. I mean, we should keg it. Yeah, dude. we should fucking we call started, it this. Yeah, right. We should start a fucking brewery. Same fucking style, bro. No, don't change it up. This is perfect. You know, right. I, mean, I could already yeah. see it, dude. Like, I want to be so biased. Right. Uh, that's why I'm glad I have other people there that. <laughs> Let's, 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 let's uh, slow it down a little bit. Yeah, let's work on the process. I'm yeah, like, let's, let's right, have but, fun with it. And, all right, this one's perfect, though. <laughs> yeah, man, They're it was... Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, um, And again, listeners, we uh, the original plan was to um, have um, episode 43, uh, to record episode 43 um, immediately after... Uh, the actual um, uh, uh, start of the process of, of the uh, of the making of the beer, so we kind of fucked up on that. We just um, time got away from us. Um, there is on my end, speaking for myself here, I had a little bit too much of um, happy uh, tobacco. I got a little a little too high. Um, all legal in California, so <laughs> so yeah, I got I got a little too high, and that is kind of. We all kind of got a little bit lazy. At least I did. Like I wasn't moving as fast as I should have. I was just kind of like taking my time with it. But I mean, that's that's the whole thing about making beer. Like just at the end of the day, you're making beer, you know. So yeah. you, you want to have fun with it. You don't want to get too crazy and anal with the whole thing, unless you're making like a 25 gallon batch. Then it's like, unless yo, man, you need to fucking 
dot your I's and cross your T's and make yeah. sure you're not fucking around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my issue. Is I got a little too high, and then um, the one thing we didn't do was podcast that day. So that was a bit of a bummer. But yeah. we got the beer in. We that brought out all the supplies and everything. To we brought it all out there, man. Like, oh yeah, did it out there. Like oh, we're gonna set up right here or mm-hmm. here, and yeah, and then didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Matt though. Uh, Matt Rodick, thanks again for uh, letting us use your place. He was in the middle of a move, so yeah. I mean that. I'm sure that was stressful. Absolutely. You know, I'm sure that was uh, that was just something that. There's a lot to deal with having to move. The stressful, uh, the stresses that you get from moving on top of, I have friends coming over to make beer. I got to set some time aside. And I still, at that time, he wasn't, he didn't, uh, I, I don't think he had a place lined up. I don't believe so either. I, I think there was, I think there were options, but yes. there wasn't like a location where it's like, quite I got to drop all my shit off at this place, you know? Um, so I, I, fuck, I know how that is. You know, yeah. <laughs> you listen to a few of our podcasts. Uh, well, a few podcasts ago, you'll know that story very well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, clearing the air. Listen to that one. We yeah. definitely talked about some craziness. Even last and, week's uh, one, we touched on. Yeah, a we touched bit. on a little bit. Yeah, we did. Uh, well, not last week, but the last yeah. podcast. Or no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. podcast, not last week. Yeah, uh, we we definitely talked about that, and um, so it was nice, you know, and then. Full circle, Matt was the one that ended up, you know, really kind of helping us out and. Gave, gave me a place to sleep for a few days while we were in that transition, and you know, I was there to help him out. Shh, no, 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 you might throw me in the bath. Um, sorry, somebody just got here, and the dogs are going a little weird. Hey, oh, I think they're cool now. Well, we good? Sorry, listeners, that's a real life moment there. Mm-hmm. Having a that, that's um, it's a guard dog, that's a guard dog. Um, that's uh, people that live with dogs. That's 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 definitely the uh, the experience that you all are probably familiar with. Uh, you know, any sound outside of the um, the cave as they see it, um, they'll they'll be a bark. <laughs> they'll let you know there's a sound. There's a sound. <laughs> it's like chill the fuck out, dude. It's just somebody walking by. But yeah, so um, what were we saying? Oh yeah, Matt. Thanks again, Matt. Um, and uh, it was nice to be there for him when he needed us to help him move, and we fucking killed it, man. Yeah. Because so shortly after that, um, we uh, in the middle of the actual brewing, um, we let it sit for a few days, but longer because we we were initially going to bottle it on a Wednesday, but we ended up moving that to a sat that that, a Saturday. that Saturday because that Wednesday was the day that he actually had to be out of the place that he was staying at. Right. So that's when we went out there and helped him move and all right. that other good shit. When we killed it though, man. Burbank. Yeah, Monrovia to Burbank. Yeah, yeah and we killed it, man. We, Dude, it was like fucking... a four hour, five hour. I mean, actually, he had done a bunch, but by the time we had he did, there, yeah, he did. Uh, so that part was, but I mean, in terms of unloading and everything, it was real smooth. Mm-hmm. Refrigerator, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, shout out to JD for the truck too. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean that was. That move was really seamless. Uh, we moved another friend, uh, Haley, uh, from the valley to Simi Valley. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty seamless too. Uh, yeah, man. I feel like uh, getting becoming like a moving expert. You know what I mean, <laughs> like uh, my brother's about to move here in a few days uh, out to Santa Clarita, and I just know that. Uh, <laughs> dude, I think you should answer it, dude. Should I? Yeah, it's Roadhouse. We could get a live live call in on the oh, podcast. Right, want to explain it really quick while I take yeah, the call? Roadhouse is because uh, we're we're trying to work hey, it up so we can uh, we can go try this beer. How you doing, brother? 
So we're linking up with Roadhouse right now, taking chilling, a live phone I'm call. actually in the middle of this uh, we're podcasting episode 43 right now. You're on. I'm recording you live, bro. Should well, we we're just... not technically live, but you know what I'm saying. Because that speakerphone work? Hey, hold on. It might be. Hold Let's on. Let me we're we're going to sample something out. All right, Matt. So I got you on speaker, and we are recording episode 43. So do you want to say something to the listeners? <laughs> Damn right, dude. <laughs> Damn right, dude. We got it, man. That's a, it's official now. Now, now you have to be on yeah, episode forty-four. <laughs> absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. We have a guest speaker coming on. Oh yeah, dude. Fucking a. Yeah, man. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I was just calling to see uh, what the what the plan was. Are you um Are you at the bar right now? Okay. Oh man, so excited right now! Uh, uh, yeah, I'll definitely call you back after the podcast. But what I'm thinking is, um, I, <laughs> I, I do have to work with Hanger today, so I was um, I was gonna stop. I mean, that gives me a reason to go out to Burbank to hit up a few accounts, and I could stop by with Mike to see if we can um, sample that beer and hang out with you for a minute. Hell yeah, dude, let's do that. Okay, cool. I, I should we should be done here within the next hour, so we'll probably just um, load up the dogs and then head over or some shit like that. Yeah, All right, sounds good, brother. Bye. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, had to take that call. It is Matt Roadhouse Rodick. Somebody, somebody knocking. Uh, yeah, somebody's knocking at the studio. <laughs> hey, everybody! How y'all doing? There's fresh coffee on the pot. Hi to the listeners. It's podcast 43 right now. Episode 43. <laughs> Haley and Crystal are in the house. Uh, the dogs are going crazy as always. But yeah, um, so uh, we had to take that phone call, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, the um, – bye, guys. Have a wonderful day. Um, yes, yeah, so we had to take that phone call. So we are – it's official. We are going to go to Burbank here shortly after, and uh, we are going to um, sample this beer that we've been talking about. So the next episode, episode 44. Roadhouse is, is on it. Roadhouse is going to be yeah. here, which is great. And uh, not only is that great, but it's going to be awesome because we're going to talk about what the beer tasted like. Yep. Because it's not like we're going to be able to let them know right after, you know, right. like after we're done recording this one. Like, right. we're going to have to wait until next this week. This is the anticipation podcast. Exactly. I want you all to really think about it. I want you to yeah. simmer. I want I want you to sit back and ferment for a little bit. Hey-o. Turn those uh, sugars into alcohol. Pun intended. Yeah, yo. So uh, it'll be myself. Uh, Mike and Roadhouse, and we'll yeah. have a really good conversation about how the beer came out and what we did right, what we did wrong, where we can improve, and what the next beer is going to be. I'm also hoping by that time we'll all have seen Black Panther, and hopefully yeah. we talk about that. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this, I'm definitely the. Uh, you haven't. I haven't it seen it. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm seeing right. it. Uh, I've got a. I'm waiting till tomorrow. Trevor's coming into town. Oh, that's and right. We're yeah. gonna go check it out. But nice. uh, I almost watched it last night. But I was fucking beat ass tired from a five day stretch that just fucking. Uh-huh. How many days off do you have? Just uh, today and tomorrow. Just today, today, tomorrow. Then I go back Friday, and then I have a day off Saturday and work Sunday. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but I'm there's a shift. There's a expo shift I might pick up on Saturday just to have the old paycheck. Uh, just to kind of keep, you know, getting after the, not, not to get complacent with where I'm at. Cause, yeah. uh, with the last podcast, uh, on getting, like we were just talking about getting stuff done and not getting in your own way and everything like that. Uh, so, uh, the, the rest of that month after that podcast was really tough on me, even mm-hmm. with the good mentality. Like I re-listened to the podcast and it was fucking awesome, dude. Like 
episode 42 is one of my favorite <clears throat> favorite podcasts that I was just telling you uh, it was one of my favorite podcasts and uh, it was some real self-awareness type stuff and uh, but then the next half of that month was just some trials and tribulations for me uh, financially uh, just wasn't getting shifts at work and it was just like really got tested uh, financially mm-hmm. and uh, so then this month I was like I'm not going to let that happen uh, again and uh I set some goals and just fucking yeah, absolutely knocked them out, and it uh, feels really fucking good, and uh, so I'm just trying to ride that wave, mm-hmm. so I don't, you know, even though it's not going to be the best shift, I'm just like, it's it's better than nothing. That's true, you know, man. That's pick, true. Pick them up while you can, right? Yeah, no, for sure, man. I mean, it's, it's not a question of whether or not you're not going to benefit from those extra hours in the paycheck. You right. know what I mean? You're going to be like, oh, nice. That's, yeah. that's a nice... And it's yeah. a tippable position. You yeah, get, there you, you get go. 1% of all the food sales. Oh, see, that's just easy money. And you're just expoing, dude. Yeah. Like, you're not actually dealing with people head on. No, not You're just making se. sure yeah. the food goes out to the, with the right tickets. Exactly. You're just organizing yeah. everybody's food, expediting, garnishing, all that good stuff. Exactly, uh, man, which is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something that's... It's almost like... Jeez, um, it's like... Uh, it's one of those jobs that I always enjoyed. Um, it's like whenever you know you get a sensory overload with dealing with a lot of people. For those of you out there that have never worked in the service industry, um, this might be hard to believe. <laughs> Just kidding. But dealing with <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. Um, it definitely isn't hard to believe. No. That was uh, that was me being sarcastic. Um, it becomes. Very troublesome dealing with a lot of people at once. Um, some people that work at offices and other jobs, um, just in general, um, you probably are only used to dealing with your coworkers, yeah. which I'm sure can be a handful. Um, now imagine dealing with, on average, let's just say average, 25 to 35 people a day. New people. Yeah, new people. Different new people. Strangers. Never met them. Strangers. Um, and you have to not only figure out what they do and do not want. But you also have to deal with all their little personality weirdness quirks, quirks and twitches, and just it's a very strange thing. Trying it's to a get very them to like you, yeah, and give you exactly, money at the end of and your you, experience. With that's them. what I was getting at. You know, what I mean, like you definitely have to figure out a way to not only you know give them what they want, but make yourself so likable that they want to give you extra cash, and they're already paying. So it's one thing to have to pay for a bill that's just a safe. 60 bucks. We'll just say 60 bucks. Sure. It's another thing to say, okay, I legally only have to pay 60, 60 bucks. <laughs> Do I want to give them 12 more dollars of my hard-earned money because I like them yeah. and they did everything right? Or do I not want to give them an extra $12, which is 20%, right. um, uh, for those of you that don't know? Tip 20%, goddammit, especially least. if your server fucking deserves it. I was going to say, if they do everything right and they're likable, you yeah, know, you might give a little, 15, yeah. 18, fuck it. It doesn't hurt, but either way. Um, so the point that I'm getting at is um, they can walk out of that establishment with only paying 60 bucks, and you can't stop them at the door. You can't make them tip you. You can't create a scenario where it's like, Hey, motherfucker, you, you didn't tip me. It's just like, no, they couldn't walk out. Yeah, you're going to label them as a douchebag, and every other server's probably going to hear. Yeah, but that's all you, that's, that's, that's it, that's though. Sticks and stones. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so it's a very strange uh, uh, job to have, uh, and it becomes very tiresome. So yeah. go, so go. Especially so, after a five day stretch. Especially after a five day stretch. So going back to full circle, getting, uh, getting to my point, um, every now and again, being an expo or just. Just a job in the restaurant that doesn't involve with dealing with people head on 
it's such a it's such a nice break. Yeah. You know what I mean? So being the expo, yeah, you get 1% off the total sales that whatever the hell. That's great. Yeah. And you get some extra hours on your check. But the silver lining is you don't have to deal with people for a day. Yeah. You know, just that whole day. Only thing you have to deal with are your servers. And you already know them. Yeah. You know, they're all, they're they're all, all awesome. cool. They're yeah. all cool people. Yeah. You know? And they, they all get it. And they'll probably tip you more than 1% because most of them are cool and they get it. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's a mandate. It's an automatic tip out. Okay, on, cool. On the but sales, they, they can so. always give you more if they want to, though, right? They they could, but, uh, but usually it's, it's very. Just, I yeah. mean, that'd be. I mean, sometimes like on a really busy day, something uh, like that, like like, the you like an extra five will, or something like that. Well, no, I, I mean that hasn't happened to me personally. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Dukers. Uh, so anybody listening, but no, just kidding. Uh, but the management will, you know, if it's a really busy day and you kill it, they'll, yeah. you know, they'll shoot you some, what are called Duke dollars, uh, oh, okay. you know, 10, 20 Duke, Duke bucks. Gotcha. And, uh, that goes actually a, a really long way, uh, <laughs> after your shift cause mm-hmm. you, you're already getting 50% off and then you can put these Duke dollars towards that bill. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, I gotcha. You know, they, there's definitely some incentives mm-hmm. uh, for doing your job well there. I mean, and also if it's, I mean, the busier it is, the more money you're getting tipped out automatically. I mean, which is so, always nice. Yeah. Which is always nice. Yeah, yeah man. So um, it's definitely one of those uh, those jobs that becomes very stressful. Yeah. And um, I think the best the best way I've ever explained it is just like a sensory overload. Like you just, loud noises, people. Yeah, man. Smells, just everything. You're just like, I'm over it, dude. Like Damn. I just want to like lock myself in a room for about half a day. And not do or for uh, what, how I deal with it is like I go out like I, I I gotta go I have to go on a hike or I have to go to the park and work out or mm-hmm. at the very least I have to go for a run like running yeah. for me is very therapeutic where I it's almost um, it's almost like I get to meditate while I'm on a run because um, I'm even when I'm listening to music I'm not really listening to the music you know what I mean like if anything the beat is there like I'm I'm very aware of the beat of what mm-hmm. song is playing but I'm not listening to the lyrics I'm not. I'm not singing long. I'm just going, and then really I'm lost in my own head, and I'm just—it's almost like I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all those not necessarily negative thoughts because I don't really have too many negative thoughts, um, thankfully. But um, just you know, all those 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 issues, and just like oh man, work was tired, you know, work was troublesome, and I had this and that, and whatever, 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 and I'm just I'm just happy not to be there. Like all those thoughts, I feel like my body is using that that um, that negative energy as a form to push myself a little bit harder on the run so it's almost like i'm working out that anger in a way yeah you know and i just did this little weird hand motion like i was jerking <laughs> off two different guys <laughs> for those of you that can't see that i just I did like, this little weird i was like what cows jerking are you off? yeah right, right now. <laughs> this little weird um jerking off motion but that Did was you, supposed to be me running <laughs> oh man this is being filmed we definitely yeah, had right. some sound effects to yeah. that we're like yeah um but uh yeah so uh, so so just going back on it, I just feel like uh, I really feel like running is very therapeutic for me. I, it's like it's, it's when I get to meditate, and I, I'm not one to meditate as far as sitting in a dark room and just being alone and concentrating on your breathing and whatever. That's not really me. Um, I've tried no, it a couple times. You got to try it, bro. I've, I've tried it a couple times. I'm not really tried a fan. It, yeah, I've dabbled in it a couple times. I just can't seem to get into it. But running though, running is my form of meditation. It is something that I do that um is like my stress reliever. And um so after a day like that, like dude, for a minute there I was working six, seven days a week, you know, most of those weeks were just seven days straight. Um uh leading up to this wedding that I was just at, um, which I definitely want to talk about here in a second. Uh and uh yeah, so like d- during all that time, man, I was getting after it as far as working seven days straight for weeks on end, dude. 
I mean, the only days I had off were the days that we made beer. And even the day that we... That was um, like a moving day, too. So yeah, that was... That was like a full day yeah, off. Yeah, so it was fucking tough, you know. And uh, now, now that... It's all behind me. Well, not necessarily because I'm still working, but um, but but now that I, I I've because the reason why I was working as hard as I was, listeners, is because I was getting ready for a wedding. I flew out to Virginia recently this past um, Thursday, and um, flew out to Virginia. Was there for uh, for for uh, for up until Sunday, and I just got back on um, like Sunday night, Monday morning, kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, so now I'm just kind of like. Ah, all right. Weddings can be expensive, especially when you're the best man. Yeah, uh, I was you just know. Say, it was yeah, it was, your, it was a lot. Cousin Andres, right? Yeah, it was my cousin Andres. Congratulations again, yeah, man. Andres Congratulations. and uh, Michelle uh, Rodriguez. Um, yeah, it was it was a great great time. So leading into that, so I I was uh, my cousin asked me to be his best man um, early November. So from November up until. Monday, uh, or well, I should say Wednesday, right, or Thursday, I was just on the grind, man, just working nonstop, trying to make sure that I have enough to not only pay for bills and just the general cost of living, which can be a pain in the ass, especially here in Los Angeles, yeah. um, but also make enough to where I can get a plane ticket, I can get a car rent, so I get an Airbnb, which thankfully, it all worked out, man, you know, the, the suit and everything else, like, it, it was all great, it was fun, had a great time, but working all that, like those seven days straight and those for weeks on end, it was nice going out for a run and just meditating and just clearing your mind. And obviously, you want to look good at a wedding too. So I was like, you know, I was really getting after the gym, dude. Hey I was yo. fucking working out. You got to take some. You got to take the photos. I, I lost ten pounds, bro. Nice. I don't know if I told you that. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I live with you. I can yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, I lost uh, ten pounds, probably. I probably gained a pound back after this wedding because I fucking ate well, so it's much. Vacation, food. Man. Yeah, I mean that's what. Um, I mean. Yeah, so I weighed myself uh, not because of the wedding, uh, but I weighed myself just because I wanted to get a, a general idea of where I was, and that was um, late October, ish, maybe September. No, yeah, it was definitely late October. So it was late October. I was bef- it was right before um, my cousin called me about um, about being the best man. So I know it was like a few weeks before that. So either early November, late late October doesn't really matter. But around that time, I did weigh myself and I weighed 189 pounds. I was pushing 190. Yeah. And then uh, the last time I weighed myself, which was the Monday before I left for the wedding, and I was 177. So I lost over 10 pounds. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, so pretty Carry pretty two, good. That's uh, 12. Yeah, yeah, 12 pounds, you know, just over 10. But you know, the I, I said 10 because those extra 2 pounds could be water weight or I cuz I just worked out too, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I'm going to give myself 10 pounds. You know, I'll give myself a 2 pound leeway of like, oh, I just you know, I did, I worked out, I'm out of water, you know, I've been eating light, whatever the fuck. So, um, but yeah, so 10 pounds, man, like that's just, and that's like me not trying to lose the weight, even though I was just working out more, eating clean. It just was just my body shedding off fat, you know, and I was really happy about that. Yeah. So, um, damn, my phone is getting blown up today. <laughs> so, uh. So yeah, the wedding was beautiful though, man. Had a great fucking time. Yeah, I just uh, was looking at some of the photos posted. It mm-hmm. looked, looked fucking awesome. It was great, dude. Virginia is an awesome place too. It was uh, very uh, mellow, a um, lot of open space. Uh, it had like this very, very um, home feel to it, like a very home country feel to it. Like every, I, I, I said this jokingly, but every house that we dr- uh, that we drove by. Was massive, dude. Really? We're talking about giant homes, just fucking huge. And they had most of them came with about five acres really? of land. Yeah, because I'm talking about every their property was completely fenced off. 
they had at least five acres, at least, every single one that we saw. And massive homes, dude. Massive homes. So I said jokingly, God damn, does like every one of these homes come with livestock? Like, is that part of the deal? Because every one of them had horses or cattle or something, something. Some four legged beast <laughs> roaming on their land. It was fucking pretty awesome, dude. And, That's um, true. Yeah, it was really fucking cool. And I'm pretty sure those homes only go for about. Three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. No. Yeah. Oh, easily, dude. Easily. Compared to out here, you're dude, talking about you. You're you're, like you're getting a chunk of land on top of a massive home for next to nothing. Out here, a million bucks will get you a fucking maybe a two bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe depending on location, yeah, absolutely. depending on location. Yeah. You know what I mean? In Beverly Hills, you ain't getting get shit, dude. You fucking. That's like, that's like security deposit. You know what I mean? Like you fucking. <laughs> you better fucking fork up some more cash. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was beautiful though, man. So like, it was really nice. Everyone out there was pretty chill. We were out in Richmond, Virginia. Um, uh, when we flew in, we actually we flew into uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I didn't get to leave the airport, so I don't count it. Um, but I was there, you know. Yeah, it was I mean, chill. It's... Airport super dead. Nobody was there. Huh? No, dude, it was fucking like empty, man. Like it was funny. I was joking with uh, with with Joshua Davis and Bree. Um, I was I was like, yeah, I feel like the uh, the um, the um, like like the, uh, the the TSA agents were like super surprised and excited to see us because they were like, oh, there's people here. Like <laughs> you gotta pretend to be doing our job now. You know what I mean? Like it was so fucking weird, man. And then the uh, so the, yeah, so we we had our layover there. Uh, flew into Richmond, Virginia. Had a car rental. Went to the Airbnb. Everything else. Wedding was great. Friday night was fun. We stopped by. We did the the the, the wedding rehearsal. Then we went to a brewery. Then we went to an Italian restaurant. Had some amazing Italian food. Richmond, Virginia, man, they have some good Italian some food good out Italian? there. It wasn't bad. Definitely wasn't bad. I wouldn't associate good Italian with. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, per se. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. Honestly, wouldn't say bad Italian, but I'm yeah, no, right. Um, yeah, and then uh, after that, we went to another brewery um, called the Veal Veal Brewery V E I L, and they have they have some of the best IPAs I've ever had. And the unfiltered IPAs. I swear to God, dude, I've never had an IPA that was more more pungent, and I mean that in the best way possible. Like the taste was there, the aromatics was there. It was something fucking like I was like, dude, this place is doing this <laughs> right, place. man. I was in a good fucking place. I was like, this place is awesome, and I there's no way I can get their beer right here because they 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 don't distribute. It's just everything's in house. Whatever they sell is in their in their tasting room, and that's it. They don't go anywhere else. Dang, you got like you got to be there to you got to be there to get it. And I'm like, you yeah. guys are fucking assholes because this is like good beer, and I love to get this Mountain California. I think it do really well out here. I really do. Yeah, so we went there. Then um, Saturday was the wedding, and that was fucking fun, dude. Yeah, didn't she have Killed to it. I had a, make speech. a speech? I did the best man speech. Um, yeah, I, how was that for you, man? It was fun, dude. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't mind, dude. I don't mind talking in front of people. I just feel like that. That to me, I'm just yeah. I, it doesn't bother me the same way that it bothers other people. Yeah, the, um, the tap takeover you had. Sorry to say, but oh, it's I mean, all good, man. There yeah, was yeah. a. Some like your uh, oh that's right yeah I hear what you're saying somebody yeah. was mentioning like dude he's a natural at this like when you were addressing yeah. the crowd and it yeah. was like hey fucking D <laughs> yeah man I um uh, so ladies and gentlemen I before I left for the wedding um last Tuesday I had a um a tap takeover event for um the brewery that I work for um Hangar Twenty Four we had a um, the event at this um this local bar down the street called the Rabbit Hole. Um, it was a lot of fun. We played some games. Fun, um, I was like the um, the MC for the night. I was like hosting the games with the microphone.
phone, and it was fun, dude. I had a great time. Um, great fucking turnout. Definitely was a great turnout. I have another event lined up uh, for uh, March, and that's going to be at uh, the Sugar Mill Saloon. Pretty excited about that. So yeah. another tap takeover. But um, so yeah, so the best man speech, dude. It was cool. Had a good time. I I I, I would. Spoke from the heart. There was no – nothing was rehearsed. It was just straight up, hey, man, this is from the heart. It's heartfelt. I love you guys. And then I forget exactly what I said because, again, I didn't write it down. Kind of went off the cuff. And um, the only criticism I will give myself is um, the very end. It wasn't very long. I'd say it was less than two minutes, if that, if that. But the very end of it, I do feel like I rushed it a little bit. Yeah. And it was had nothing to do with me being nervous or me running out of things to say. It was just more so – I, I just I just felt like I should have taken my time with the ending a little bit more. You know, I, I left it with I forget exactly word for word, but it was like I'll always be here for you both. You know, if you ever need anything, I'm here. Just call me. I'm your family now. And then I feel like I could have gone on. I could have stretched that. I could have that added. Yeah, yeah, I could have added a little bit more. Um, more I don't know, depth to that. You know, I could have, but I didn't. And I was like, then I cut it out. And then. Um, and I listened to the to the um, to the best to, to the speech because my girlfriend Brianna recorded it, and um, it was good. But the ending did feel rushed. Like when I was watching it, I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I could definitely see it right there is where I kind of rushed it a little bit too much." But um, outside of that, though, man, everyone was great. I got a lot of compliments. Uh, my cousin is a Marine, so all of it. I was the only non-Marine that was part of his lineup. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're all <laughs> Marines. Oh, dude. We're talking about like fucking lieutenants and all this other shit and captains and it's like fucking guys that are like are in charge of other marines that yeah, kind of thing you know uh, yeah and um so like hanging out with them on the day of the wedding there was about three about a three hour window where we're all just hanging out in my cousin's cabin and we're all just drinking hanging out and i had a really good conversation with all these guys and they were very um that's weird because you outrank them in the fucking yeah scheme of this yeah whole thing. yeah You're yeah like, but they outrank me in, in life yeah i know what you mean you get it yeah i get it yeah they were they're all cool guys though man like we had good good conversation with them um uh, we have a lot of similar interests, which is cool, and they're really into beer and martial arts, and those are two things that I love. Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, so it was cool, man. Like, one of them just started doing jiu-jitsu, and I was like, oh, no way, and we had a great conversation on that. And so then you it was just cool. fucking rolled them up, bro? That's right, bro. Tied them all up. Put the hooks in. <laughs> yeah, right? No, they're they're really cool guys, man. Like, they're all they're all very pleasant, and um, I'm just, just good guys to be around, especially, you yeah. know. Me being the only one that isn't in the military, yeah. the only civilian, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it's a trip. It's, it's weird. It's, it's but a, um, but I got along with all of them. You know what I mean? And then we, that's um, cool. yeah, we, and then during the actual dinner, they're all like trying to hype me up, like, "Yo, man, got that speech coming up. You excited?" And I was like, "I'm not even stressing." <laughs> dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was like, "I'm not even stressing, man." I, I, I said, literally, I said, I said, "Why should I be nervous, man? I'm not the one getting married. Like, I'm fucking, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not nervous at all. I'm, I'm enjoying life, you know." And then, um, and then when I gave the speech, um, they they all came to me at like at, in their own at the, at their own time. They're all like, "Dude, fucking awesome speech, man! Like they did a really good job." And and they're all really impressed. I'm just I didn't write anything down because the whole time I was I was I didn't I didn't write shit down, dude. I'm just gonna speak from the heart. And um, I honestly think um, personal experience. I honestly think that's probably the best way to go about stuff like that. Because you do want to have an idea of what you want to say, yes. but I just think writing it down, it sounds different on paper than how it's going to sound when you're on the microphone. Yeah, in you the know? moment. Yeah. And then I feel like that is a time where you can mess up the most because if you're – let's say you write in a line that you think is going to be received very well or a laugh or a, a, a moment of silence or something, you know? Yeah. And 
in that moment you might rush it or the, the audience, the, the people around you don't receive it the way that you saw it in your head, that could throw you off a little bit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially if it's a joke. And I told Brianna, I was asking, I was like, are you going to be like, you're going to say a joke? And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, definitely not going for any jokes, man. Like, I'm going to make this as serious as possible, but yeah, it's heartfelt. For, I'm going for tears. Yeah, man. And Andres fucking teared up too, Did man. he? Yeah, he did. Did he? He fucking oh, teared up, man. He aw. got, he fucking got choked up. And that was the first time I've ever seen him tear up. I was going to so, say, yeah, he and, he's not. And you know, I give that motherfucker a hard time after. I was like, you could be over here crying and shit. Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, primo, you fucking, you made me choke yeah, up, dude. Pre- do appreciate it. Um, but anyways, yeah, so it was a great, great time. And then dance the night away, dude. Like, I don't think, uh, I think there are only a couple of times we left the dance floor because we were getting after it. So it was fun, dude. I mean, Virginia yeah. was great. And then the flyback was cool, too. You know, we flew uh, our layover. This Our layover on the return trip was in Philadelphia. So I got to go to Philly in the airport. So I still in don't count. Yeah. I don't count it. But I did have a Philly cheesesteak at the airport. And that was pretty was fucking that? bomb. Pretty fucking bomb, dude. Pretty good. Yeah, it's called Pete's and something. Uh, uh, Chickies and Pete's or some shit like that. I'm pretty sure there's a... A chickies and pizza out here in California, so right. it's not like the same. But um, but yeah, and then we stopped in there, and then we had a six-hour flight back to uh, Cali from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and thankfully I fucking watched a couple of movies and took a nice little nap, and here I am, dude, back, back in California. It. Yeah, back on the West Coast. Uh, but yeah, so it was a crazy time, dude. It really was. And thanks again for watching the dogs, dude. Oh, watching dude. Achilles, do appreciate that. Oh, it was really nice of you. It's all good, dude. I was already watching, already watching one. It was yeah. How's that going? Having a a dog for it's, a few weeks. It's cool, man. It's cool. It's, it's definitely had have its challenges. I don't think you ever said that on the pod. No, man. no, no. It's uh, it's been over a month since we podcasted. Just over. Damn, uh, I was thinking like three weeks. Has it really been over a month? Just over. Yeah, it was like Damn. the third. Or something like that, January 13th. Oh, shit. When we right. uh, podcasted that. So. It's almost a month and a week. Yeah, it's been a minute. I think it was, don't quote me on that, but yeah. we're on air having said it, so I'm quoted. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's been nice, except for like, you know, opening weekend, he, he you know, got sick. And so yeah. it was. Oh, you want to explain what's what uh, to our listeners what's going down? With. With that, just with Cal. I was yeah. just saying, my my brother's going to be moving into a, a new place in a mm-hmm. in a few weeks, and in that time, uh, I'm, I'm watching Cal, his, yeah. his pup, and uh, he says pup very lightly. We're talking about a 115 pound golden retriever. Yeah, at least 115. At least at yeah. least 115. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he was any less than that. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, <laughs> no, that's like the basement. Yeah, uh, it's like 115 to like 125, 130 in my opinion. Uh, I, I see 115 on. to 125. I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, but um, yeah. but yeah, so lovable dog though. Yeah, he's the best dog ever. He's fucking uh, amazing dog. But the the very first weekend uh, that I had him, uh, fucking, his stomach got upset due to due to some new food, and uh, I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> but uh, fucking, the very, the very fucking the second night that I have him, he wakes me up, uh, licking my feet, dude, at like fucking four in the morning. And I'm like, what? Okay, so he's letting me know that he has to go out. And I'm like, okay, good dog. You know, mm-hmm. thank you. First of all, this sucks, but thank you for letting me know. At least we're there. So I get up begrudgingly. At, you know, again, it's four in the morning, and uh, take him out. And he's like, you know, wagging his tail. He's, you know, kind of like jolting on on our way out. We live in an apartment complex mm-hmm. on the second floor. So we're going around the banister towards the elevator, and we hit the corner, and about 10 feet in front of the elevator, Cal, as he's walking, 
starts just doing business all across the fucking banister. Mm. And it's, again, upset stomach poo-poo. So we're not talking solids. We're talking the River mm. Nile is going down the banister, going oh, yeah. down the walkway. It's a muddy river. It's a muddy fucking flow, dude. It's yeah. And uh, heavy flow because he had it. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I'm just sitting there going, no, no, no. And it's too late. He's already going. And mm-hmm. uh, long story longer, uh, I'm now sitting there going, fuck, it's super early in the morning. I'm fucking tired as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got done moving Haley that day. So I put in like 12 hours of like solid fucking moving hard ass labor. Mm-hmm. Tired as shit. Uh, got on three hours sleep, uh, and yeah, and I'm just sitting there going, fuck, I don't know if he's done. I feel like I still got to take him out. I don't know what to do with like, just to leave the shit there for right now. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I should just like leave Cal in that spot. I don't want to take him back inside to go get paper towels to come back out and clean this up right now because fuck, we might have to shit more. So, and I'm like, but I also don't want anybody to come across this. that might have work at say five in the morning and they walk across the banister and they think, Somebody just left this muddy mess of turd all over the place. So I'm yeah. like, all right. So I leave the doggy uh, a turd bag, just like right next to the uh, to the shit, just as like a label, like, hey, this is gonna get accounted for in my yeah. head. Like that's the only thing I could do. You just put a newspaper and leave it. I just pull, yeah, pull a fucking big daddy move, and just like <laughs> put newspaper over it. Did my part. Yep, done. <laughs> but I just put it next to the turd. Take Cal out. Uh, of course. There's no more shit. He's done pooping. He let it all out on the railing. So after 10 minutes or so of realizing, okay, he's done, I go back up and now I'm cleaning up, you know, shit at 4.30 in the morning and I'm spending 20 20 plus minutes gagging, borderline throwing up on this stuff because it's just so rancid. And uh, yeah, finally get it all cleaned up, get a couple trips of water to, you know, rinse it all off after I cleaned it up and everything. It's all done. Get back to bed. Two hours later, Cal's licking my feet again. Mm-hmm. Fucking rinse and repeat. Oh, yeah. Fucking three times over. Yeah, you dog owners out there, you know exactly what he's going through. Oh, I, I feel like I have a small smirk on my face because I'm does. like, I know, I feel like I do. You do. Because I'm like, so I know exactly what this feels like, dude, because Achilles has done this to me plenty of times. Oh. So I feel for it. I feel your pain, sir. I definitely feel your pain. God, and as soon as Cal, the thing was, is like, I was, I knew by the second time, I was like, not here, not here, not here. And we're like going around the corner. And as soon as he smelled some resonance of his old shit, he thinks, okay, this is a safe place to go. And so fucking same exact spot on that railing, dude, or on that banister, he just fucking was letting shit rip. So I had to clean this fucking (laughs) muddy shit up off the fucking banister just three times, man. It was just like infuriating oh yeah yeah that's that's tough that's that's hard to do man it really is but since then since then he's been been a treat he's been a peach (laughs) well you missed you left out the part that the um our neighbor our new neighbors came out and helped you oh yeah 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 that was really nice she was so sweet about that or somebody just moved in she has a dog of her own she did she had a little she had a box again she gets it she's like i've fucking been there dude dude. totally get it she gave me uh uh wet wipes for to wipe off the tail and everything and brought out uh, pitchers of uh, hot water with uh, uh, chlor or bleach in it and stuff like that. It, super nice, super friendly, and just really came in when I was like just at my wits end with the whole situation. Yeah, yeah, I was just, yeah. super sweet of her, dude. That was really nice of her to do. Yeah, that. I've ran and, into um, her a few times since. Oh, then really? And, and you know, 
very much thanked her. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, it was a show you, man. Some, people, some fucking cool people out there. There we are some all, good. You know, we live here. We all live here in this apartment complex. We might as well be civil. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was cool that yeah. she, she had just moved into the complex, too. And so mm-hmm. she's already, like, bringing that kind of positive energy into a new place. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some people can be very guarded and, you know, closed off. And she, like... Mm-hmm open you know she came out engaged and said oh my god did he have an accident like and was just insta helpful yeah and uh it really that was like the only silver lining of the whole thing and i was like dude and she came in on round three when i was again already i was just done seeing red yeah and she's just like this this (laughs) perfect like this angel came down and was like oh let me help you like dude yeah can't say enough She's like, yeah, you seem like you've had a, a bit of a morning. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, I was at. My, then you I had to do some wipes. Had to go to work that day and everything. Oh and yeah, like, dude. Positive with the public. Yeah, yeah it's it a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, while, while stressing out that he's just ripping ripping up mm-hmm. the apartment, like. Dude, well, it's better out in that um, little walkway than inside the apartment. That's true, man. Again, credit to Cal for... Uh, Holding it in for as long as he did. Exactly, and, and letting yeah. me know that, you know, doing what he had to do to get me up. I mean, yeah. that was a smart move, because I would have been way more disappointed cleaning that up. Off oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, That's yeah. almost impossible. Um, yeah, but... Uh, so, yeah, so Mike's been dog-sitting. His, uh, his <laughs> nephew, Cal... <laughs> No, but besides that, it's been good because yeah. I've been going on more runs and things yeah, like that's that. Good too, man. You know, that's it's, good. it's been. It's did been you take fun. him on a run while we while I was yeah. gone? Oh, you yeah, did. Yeah, nice absolutely. man. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, something fun about running with dogs, right? It's like a very. It's it's, it's a humbling thing too, man. Because well, I was telling somebody the other day. It's like. I it's a responsibility to give them the workout and if you're like when I'm just running for myself it's like well okay like yeah I'm getting a workout but I can get I can get tired and I'll take a break or whatever it is mm-hmm. but uh when you're running when I'm running Cal I'm like I have to tire him out like I can't be the person that doesn't like I've got to work harder than he does so mm-hmm. if he can go then I have to keep going yeah. there's just like I don't know it's like a a sense of like, because he's my responsibility. Uh, right now, like, it's my responsibility to work harder. Than oh yeah, to tire him out. I don't know. Totally get that. It's a. I totally get it. Yeah. So it's a it's a definite motivator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally get it, man. Big. Mm-hmm. That's really cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, I like having Cal around. He's he's really low maintenance. He's chill. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm sure while I was gone, it was for me. It was nice knowing that. When you weren't around, at least Achilles had somebody else here to kind of like, not necessarily, you know, not like they're playing, you know, right. but they're there, you know, like yeah. Cal's there, Achilles is there. I just, I don't, I don't I, like the idea of my dog being lonely. Just lonely, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Isolated I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. You it just, I mean? it kind of bothers me a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you dog owners out there, get it. I'm sure you get yeah. it. I mean, that's a, just a, in general, that's mm-hmm. a human thing. Like isolation yeah. is like the worst thing that you can do to a person like that's the you know yeah. when they put them in solitary confinement like that's as that's as bad as it gets it's in terms true. of punishment to people so i mean very true. you wouldn't want to treat your dog that way so very, i totally very get true. that you very know? very true makes yeah, sense man. um yeah so uh let's get into some it's 46 minutes in 46 let's get us some uh, current events real quick for sure hey, and oh, then we'll fucking events. wrap this bad boy up how do you feel about that because i gotta yeah. get going soon yeah, I gotta, gotta get to the grind. I gotta get to the grind, man. Got to. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time I am trying this new segment out. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. We're just gonna talk about current events. I'm gonna touch base on a couple of them, um, and uh, Michael and I will give our two cents on what we think about it. 
and we'll leave it up. If you feel yeah. like commenting on what we had to say, please feel free to leave us a comment or shoot us a direct email. As long as it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not. I I'm mean, either way. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going through here. Let me see. Bam, this shit's loading up. Perfect. Loading up, baby. Also, I hope I know about these, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean we, always, we touch base. We touch base on a couple of them, but, I mean, I fucking, I'm going blind on a couple of them as well, dude. So, I like, I'm like, I hope my two cents are worth something. Yeah, we'll see, <laughs> I hope dude. my exchange rate is fucking valuable. Yeah, right. Uh, so, the one that I will say that, while, while it's loading, because my phone's being a little bit of a nanner, um, I will say that I read an article earlier today about um, Elon Musk, um, uh, his, um, his rocket he meant to send out uh, to send out a rocket uh, on the seventeenth, and uh, apparently he delayed it because of high winds, mm-hmm. and there was like a two percent grade of high winds, and he was like, "Yeah, that's that's more than I'm willing to. I don't want to, to gamble yeah, on. gamble on exactly." So he delayed it to um, to uh, today at nine fifteen in the morning, and same thing. There was a little bit too much wind. He didn't like it based out of huh. here in California. So the next scheduled launch is tomorrow. At the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? That he's sending out another... Apparently, that has two different satellites on it. Yeah. Um, for you flat earthers out there, satellites do exist. And Elon <laughs> Musk is going to send out two more of those damn things out into, uh, into orbit. Yeah, bro. If you believe the hype. Yeah, right. Believe, <laughs> that's just fucking Hollywood, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, I mean, what, what's your take on that? Uh, I mean, I well, first of all, looking outside, I'm seeing the palm trees uh, a-blowing. So, I totally get that, that they'd want to delay that. Uh, I'm also just thinking that damn, he's got fucking fuck you kind of money when because he just sent out a car into fucking outer space. And sure now did. He's sending out rockets and it's just like, who fuck man, I need to get on this guy's hype. Shit. Uh, but no, I'm, I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. And SpaceX, I think it's SpaceX 12. So the um, the title of the um, the article is SpaceX is about to quietly launch the first two of nearly 12,000 satellites to blanket Earth in high-speed internet. So hopefully we get better internet, I guess. Oh, uh, snap. That was actually yeah. going to be my, my main thing. So thing it's scheduled. Like, is the, you know, mm-hmm. like are we going to get more pictures of our – I was like, is this going to be for the flat earthers to prove that yeah. it's round, or is there, is there a different wonder. agenda? I wonder. And, yeah, uh, so um, the name of the rocket is Falcon 9. So my mistake. I went, I said SpaceX 12. I was wrong on that. It's Falcon 9. It's set to be launched tomorrow at 9.17 in the morning. Uh, so the launch is expected to send up a Spanish company radar satellite with two experimental SpaceX satellites. The two SpaceX satellites may test may test aspects of Starlink, a project to bathe Earth in high-speed internet coverage using nearly 12,000 spacecrafts. Pretty fucking cool. Wow. Um, you Damn. can watch SpaceX live broadcast of the launch on YouTube uh, starting around 9 a.m. So, we shall see, dude. Fucking pretty cool, right? Elon Musk, man. That's fucking the modern-day Tony Stark. You know, Iron Man, for those of you that don't catch the reference um, <laughs> you know like it's fucking pretty badass dude it's fucking really really cool uh so that's that one um another one was um you and i uh, talked about this a little bit earlier right, right before we started um yeah. uh, there's a uh, uh, researchers have recently come out with um how they believe um 
Okay, so just to give you a backstory, um, they were following. Uh, uh, they had like this little study going on, and this goes back to I believe the late '90s, where they had a group of people. They were monitoring their um, their diet, their exercise, their alcohol intake, everything, and they wanted to see what these senior citizens are doing for uh, to help out with their with with, with their longevity. And these people are now in uh, the bracket of 90 to 99 years old. So they're all in their 90s, right? Which right. is fucking a huge feat. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking really it's cool. up there. I would love to hit that one day. And not just hit that, but like be there for it. You right. know what I'm saying? I don't want to hit dementia or anything like that. I'll still be hitting the bag at night. Yeah, exactly. You're still fucking lighting that bag up with nasty hooks. <laughs> um, but anyway, so – and uh, what they're what they came to find out is that – the one common denominator outside of um, working out, which a lot of a few of them don't, they don't work out because they're too old, um, is they each have at least two glasses of wine or beer a day. And what they found out is having drinking in moderation, like a couple glasses of wine here and there, but not going completely, don't drink at all. Right. Um, that actually, according to their study. Uh, their research uh, increases longevity by eighteen percent. Now that's fucking crazy. Man. That is, that's when you said that initially to me before the study or before uh, the podcast, I should say. My my first take was, I wonder what alcohol company sponsored that study. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my initial take, but I mean, I, I also do believe that it's. You know, as a stress reliever, and I, you know, there were there was preconceived notions before I heard that about this study that you know, a glass of wine, a glass of red wine is good for the heart. Uh, you know, there there are some some beneficial uh, properties to to you know consuming some alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was when you, I mean, eighteen percent increased life on having two two yeah. a night. That's like, damn, that's that's either a really good marketing ploy from an alcohol company or Fuck, that's you know, hard science, and yeah. uh, I can get behind. I mean, I, I could see, I could see both. So, yeah, man. So that's that's what this uh, this thing is um, saying. Um, it's uh, when it comes to according to the article, uh, the first uh, it says, uh, "Cheers to life." Seriously, when it comes to making it into your nineties, booze actually beats exercise, according to long term study. Booze beats exercise. That's yeah. so palatable for yeah. for America. Can you can you imagine like that headline? It's just like booze is better for you than exercise. Like that statement is so. If you just take that out of context, you know what I mean. Like away from the study and everything. Mm-hmm. Like getting that point across to people is just like okay, I'll hear more about this. <laughs> oh, for sure. So uh, the research led by University of California neurologist Claudia Kawas. Tracked 1,700 non-agenarians, I believe I pronounced that correctly, enrolled in the 90-plus study that began in 2003 to explore impacts of daily habits on longevity. Research discovered that subjects who drank about two glasses of beer or wine a day were 18% less likely to experience a premature death, the the independent reports. Meanwhile, participants who exercise 15 to 40, uh, 45 minutes a day cut the, cut the same risk by 11%. Okay. Fucking crazy, right? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, did I pronounce that right? Non-agenarians? Non-agenarians. 
yeah, I've never seen that word. Before I've never seen that word before either. Either way. Yeah, so I'm not even attempt it. Yeah, so there you go, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that was published by the Chicago Tribune. Um also I recently read on Los Angeles Times, um your DNA won't determine the best diet to help uh, help you lose weight. I kind of figured that. You know what I mean? Like I mean, I I understand that there's certain like uh, uh, genetic uh, uh, predeceptions were like I fucking completely butchered that word, uh, but <laughs> completely butchered that word. But uh, I do know that there there's some that um, some people believe that like oh yeah well you know like if you're born into a family where you obesity kind of runs in your family, I I think that there's still a way that you can kind of you know well like I don't have to necessarily follow down that same right you know like am I wrong to assume that I like, you can, don't think you're wrong to assume that at all. I mean shit, I didn't read the article, <clears throat> but it was just what I read. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, you can, you can, can you can change your stars. Yeah, <laughs> just to uh, Knight's tell that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, sales. I, I think I'm it's I think it's off. rare to do, but I I mean yeah, I mean I think a lot of a lot of who you become and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. your habits are based on your environment um, during your upbringing. But uh, I also believe that you know the a determined mind uh, in any setting can you know overcome obstacles. So you know any obstacle really. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, the Los Angeles Times trying to lose weight. Researchers have some good news. Uh, you can choose either a low-fat or low-carb diet as long as you stick with it. You can slim down no matter what your genetic makeup or, or metabolic particulars. Um, th- there's an added bonus. You, do, you won't even have to count your calories. So yeah, like as long as you stick with something, it doesn't really matter what, you know, what your, genetic, your genetic makeup is. Like it's just – yeah, just, just stick with it, man. Just yeah. it's a matter of being disciplined. I feel like that's the problem in general. Like that's how people got to where they are, including I put myself in that category in terms mm-hmm. of like trying to stay disciplined. Like without – if you weren't disciplined to start with, it's not like you're going to start some mm-hmm. diet and be disciplined in that diet. Like it's – you know, it's – I think most of these diets, they, they – the, the end – the moral of the story is just like you've got to want to do it. You've got to want to change. And if you're not really ready to do that, then it's never going to work out. Yeah. So – I mean, but once you're determined to do it and, and be consistent with something, then it's going to work. So regardless of what diet you choose or what, you know, what path you're taking towards that yeah. goal. So, I, I agree. You know, it's, it's yeah. I agree. Uh, so, whenever so, I see these diets and they're like, it's so easy. You don't even have to count your calories. I'm like, that's that to me, that's like an enticement to, uh, to make people think that it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, okay, so this is the diet that's going to be easy, and I won't even have to be disciplined. And it's yeah. just like kind of setting people up for failure. I can definitely see that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I can so definitely see like, that. Like for me, it's just like, listen, um, I've been on this uh, this kick where I lost 10 pounds. And like the sure. way I went about it was I just I allowed myself to have two cheat meals a week. And on those cheat meals, it was whatever the fuck I wanted, however much I wanted to eat. Um, I still had drinks throughout that throughout that entire week it wasn't like it was only those two days well that's healthy you know yeah according to research (laughs) (laughs) now we know yeah and uh but what i what i did was i actually worked out and i think that's what a lot of people are missing is like you actually have to put up people are so quick to take a diet pill that's supposed to 
you burn fat by just taking this one pill and it shows a picture or a video of a guy that's shredded and a girl that's in a bikini top. Right. And you're just like, God damn, all I gotta do is take a pill and I could just and that's not do result? anything. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, dude. Like, yeah, the pill probably does help your, your metabolism burn calories a little bit faster, but imagine what you imagine the results you would see if you add a little bit of exercise three yeah. or four days out of the week. That's what the people you're seeing on TV are doing. Yeah, and I bet you they're not taking that fuck I bet you they're not even taking the pill. Yeah. They're fucking working their asses off getting shredded so they can be the person that lands that role. (laughs) And then I I know firsthand uh, because I've I've had conversations with a lot of people that are like this and um, – because uh, there was a, uh, about a, a small amount of time where I was actually – I was a strength and conditioning coach at this gym that I was training at. And um, the one thing that I found is that people like to work out when it's not the ordinary gym kind of setting. You know what I mean? Like going to the gym, jumping on a treadmill, lifting some weights. Right. Rinse and repeat, like uh, you know, like or the elliptical or the bicycle or whatever. Right. The fuck. That's why I think these cycling classes are becoming so popular. These um, CrossFit gyms are becoming so popular because it's so out of the norm. You know, right. it's just so different than what you're used to. And I mean, I was I was on that rat uh, that uh, that uh, that um, I was running that um, that wheel myself. You know, what I mean, like I was going to the gym, doing this, doing that, and like, yeah, you see results, but it got really boring. You know, it's right. just very, very just stagnant and boring. And um, what I found is it's nice to switch it up. You know, like you go to the gym, you do your thing, and then the next day you just go out for a run. You know, do some push-ups and sit-ups, whatever the fuck, whatever you need to do. And then the time after that, you know what? I don't feel like working out today. I'm going to go on a hike. You know, you just go on a hike. Just go on like, you know, at least 45 minutes to an hour hike. And you're outside, fresh air. If you have a dog, even better. Uh, you know, and like that to me is more rewarding. I feel more rewarded afterwards after going on a hike than I do going to the gym and really hitting it hard. You know what I mean? Right. Like I feel like I actually I feel better. I know I got a little bit of a workout in. I you know I was outside, you know, you get some of that vitamin D from sun rays. It's just, it's just great. And I think if a lot of people incorporated that kind of a mindset where it doesn't have to be a very cookie cutter way of going about it, mm-hmm. I think they would see a massive a massive benefit in the long run. But that's just me, man. I mean, fuck, I don't know. What do I know, bro? Um, so moving on. Is there anything else you want to no, add? No, no. I, yeah? I, I agree. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so another article here is kind of going on more of the boozing. Hey, well. uh, red. Uh, so this is from uh, BBC News. Uh, red wine compound could help tooth decay and gum disease fight. Now, it says could help. So what? there's probably no That's real a- research behind that right now. They're just saying um mm-hmm. but uh just to kind of just to kind of you know play devil's advocate here okay. and keep going All right. um so according to the article okay. um red wine has previously previously been linked to a range of supposed health benefits from helping uh the the heart mm-hmm. to lowering the risk of diabetes now a new study suggests it contains chemicals that can help help in the fight against tooth decay and gum disease researchers found compounds from the drink known as Polyphenols help fend off harmful bacteria in the mouth, but experts warn that the finding do not. But the findings do not offer a green light to drink more red wine. <laughs> yeah, well, no, well, oh shit! But yeah, so I mean, that's that's something. Something. Fine. What, what's your take on that, brother? <laughs> the, it's such a vague article. It could help. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was like, I don't even want to. But then at the end, they're like, but what you should take away from this article is that this is not a green light to drink more red wine. And it's like, well, then what was the purpose of it? Because it sounds like what you're telling me is to drink red wine in order to prevent this stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But don't drink more red wine. <laughs> it's like what? What are you trying? To, then what? Why did you write this article? <laughs> yeah. So that that article. Uh, what I'm. The one word I would say is confused. Yeah, I can definitely see that. <laughs> I'm confused. I definitely see that. Uh, let's see. Anything on sports here? Ooh, uh, uh, Andrew Luck swears he's on the comeback trail for real this time. I don't know who the fuck that is. Andrew Luck? Yeah. You gotta know Andrew Luck, bro. He's wearing a Colts hat. Okay. So yeah, he was the number Colts. one. Uh, he, he's he's the person that kicked Peyton Manning out of Indianapolis. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, he was the number one draft pick uh, in the Robert Griffin class. Wait, he, was he, he kicked Peyton Manning out? Well, technically. I mean, yeah, because they drafted him. They got rid of Peyton Manning, and then they got the number one draft pick. They had a one year without Was he that much better, or is it because he had luck he on was, his side? He was the most kale. <laughs> Andrew Luck has used some form of that uh, in an advertising campaign oh, has before. He? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is he is he that much better though? No, just younger, he was younger. Just younger. He, yeah, gotcha. he was like the most coveted quarterback to come out of college since uh, since Peyton Manning. Okay, so I mean everybody. He was the clear cut number one quarterback. Uh, I mean Robert Griffin the third was the Heisman winner, and he was the number two quarterback taken. I gotcha. So Andrew Luck was the guy. Uh, he's really good. He's taken a lot of hits in his uh, career. That O line really sucks in Indy. Mm. Um, but yeah, he, he's a real talent. If they. they he, I easily see him winning a Super Bowl if he stay if he can get back to healthy. But okay. this last year he uh, he went down early and just never it was just never came back. He was they kind of made it seem like he was gonna come back and it wasn't gonna be that big of a deal. But he never got back to hundred percent. So uh, they just yeah didn't want to risk it and kept him on ice and yeah like we knew he was on that 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 what I take away from that article is that uh, yeah. He's still on the comeback trail. We all knew that. Nothing new. It's just like the NFL's way to like remind you that there's this star that's still in the league. Because, I mean, in, in reality, all these uh, other quarterbacks uh, that the NFL has is kind of aging. So, the you know, Tom Brady's not getting any younger. Um, fucking Drew Brees isn't getting any younger. Ben Roethlisberger's uh, talking about retirement uh, more than once. Uh, so, you know, they, the NFL is struggling right now when it comes to uh, finding some young talent. So, uh, yeah, that to me, this is <clears throat> just a, an article that kind of like stokes the fire on basically a, a young talent that, you know, hey, don't forget about this guy. So, you know, between Andrew Luck and Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, there's, there's not too, many, too much other young guns in the league that, that they can get excited about. So... Yeah, to just to me is another sign that the NFL's uh, struggling overall ratings wise. I can definitely just, see that. You know, I can definitely see that. Looking to stoke the fire a little bit. Um, I was gonna read some stuff off of the um, entertainment side of the um, of the news section, but it's really, I mean, <laughs> fuck, dude, like it kind of pisses me off a little bit. Like, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, the the one that was published Tenets. an hour ago from Vanity Fair. Um, Jennifer Lawrence calls out sexist debate over her Versace dress. Uh, I don't even want to open that link. I, I don't. I don't want to give them any more fucking. You know, like any any more hits on my article was read this many more times. Like yeah. fuck, fuck you. You know, I mean, I just I just don't care, dude. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, so Jennifer Aniston recently got divorced, or she's going through a divorce again. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Oh man, when's she gonna find love? <laughs> Yeah, what you gotta, yeah, yeah. right. Um, I did read this article earlier, and it's really not even anything that 
I believe is like groundbreaking. Um, but it's based off the Black Panthers um, uh, villain in the movie. Um, it's uh, Jordan. Any spoilers here? Be Michael B. Jordan is that that guy's name, right? I, the actor. I believe so. Yeah, they're pretty much just saying that he's like in the in the MCU universe. That character, based off his morals and what he's trying to do, is very similar to what Magneto was doing in the X Men universe. Okay, that's really it, though. And I, I mean, I was like, yeah, there's some good points. There's that's, some good that's, similarities. That's good company to be in. Yeah, yeah, there's As some villain, good similarities. Like yes, yeah, and I kind of read it a little bit. Like I kind of skimmed through it, um, and I, yeah, I, I can see some similarities. It was kind of cool. Kind of cool, uh, but it's not. There's no. The article itself does have some spoilers, so that's why I'm yeah. very, very careful in what okay, I'm saying I'm, to you. I'm like, I yeah, would I'm definitely say don't right read now. it. I'll definitely say don't read it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm on eggshells right but now. But me telling you that isn't going to ruin anything because based off the trailer, you, you know he's a bad guy. Yeah, and you know that he's out to do some stupid shit based on what he's saying in the trailer. Right. Um, I'm like he controls metal. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Spoiler alert. Um. Uh, so Lost in Space, Netflix charts new path for classic sci-fi series. Did not know that. Lost in Space is going to Netflix. Well, they're going to do their own spinoff of the show. Fucking pretty cool. Um, anything else here? I don't see anything else worth mentioning. Um, uh, any fight cards coming up? The fight cards. Yeah, there is a fight uh, card that Jeremy Stevens is Jeremy fighting. Stevens. I forget who he's fighting. But yeah, he's, he's got a fight coming up. Fucking uh, um, Frankie, Frankie Edgar fighting Brian Ortega coming up. That one's coming up too. Um, just just got really bummed out about uh, finding out T.J. Dillashaw and uh, Demetrius Johnson isn't going to happen. That did you 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 brought that up a little bit before Fuck, we started. Man. That is that is sad. That's really disappointing. He's going to fight Henry uh, Cejudo uh, mm-hmm. again. Like yeah, it's going to be silly. They like, probably didn't uh, they probably didn't agree upon a number as far as what he paid because it's a super fight technically. So I'm sure D.J. and TJ, were like, dude, On give us a shit, ton, a shit ton yeah. of money, you know, and then if they're not going to pay you what you think it's worth, I get that. You know, if, if I was in their shoes, I would want the biggest payday of my career because it's a super fight. You know, we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, in this McGregor situation. versus Alvarez. Yeah, they're probably not going to bring in the same amount of numbers. So I'm not asking for the same amount that you paid them. That's just me looking in, but they probably right. were. But going off of the whole thing is. Do they deserve a larger amount than what they're used to being paid? I think For so. For that fight? Yeah, absolutely. But does the UFC, from their position, also go, well, okay, Demetrius, uh, you need this fight for your career. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, him fighting Henry Cejudo, Cejudo is like, what the fuck? It's like the record skips. So it's it's, uh, it's incredibly disappointing for me, man. I, I, yeah, I, I get I'm bummed, man. I, and I, I just... I, I I get the whole you know holding to your guns, but it's like, dude, Demetrius, man, you needed this fight for your career. Then you can start leveraging, you know, if you win that super fight and win the belt, and now you're like the legit pound for pound fucking best. And uh, I'm just yeah, I'm fucking bummed. Yeah, it is. It's a bummer, dude. It's definitely a bummer. Um, so moving on here, moving on. So. So uh, you know we are we're at, okay. So eight okay. So this is from the um, the Business Insider. Um, eight AT and T has named the first U.S. cities that will receive mobile five G network. Oh shit! Yeah, five G, bro. Five G, bro. It's fucking pretty cool. Uh, this was published seven hours ago. Uh, I'm just trying to skim like, through it as quickly. Please be I know, LA. right? I think I'm, I don't have a, I don't have AT and T, man. So I don't know if that's going to affect me directly. Oh yeah. 
I'm like, fuck that then. <laughs> yeah, right? Why the fuck does this spam mail keep coming up? Uh, don't give a fuck about you. There we go. Okay, so um, AT&T announced plans to roll out 5G mobile internet to consumers in dozens of U.S. cities this year, including areas of Atlanta, Dallas, Waco, Texas. Waco gets it, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the company announced Wednesday. Early mobile 5G deployments will be based on the newly accepted industry standard for 5G technology, which was affirmed in December by uh, 3GPP, the International (laughs) Wireless Standard Body. The 5G network will be powered by technologies including software-defined network, SDN, and network function virtualization, NFV. Uh, which will enable the carrier to quickly develop, deploy, and protect the network. By 2020, AT&T plans to virtualize over 75% of its network from from up to 55% in 2017 using the SDN framework. Pretty fucking cool, man. 5G, huh? I mean, does that mean that shit I loads faster? I mean, gonna, I mean, my experience with AT&T's internet at home has been... Shitty. Is that that's what we have, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping when it finally gets to LA, it kicks up. A it notch. kicks up a few yeah. notches. Yeah. I hope so too. But you know what? You know what the thing is? I never. Is I'm sure. Them, I'm sure. Not only is it going to be a 5G increase as far as like, oh yeah, the network here is now 5G's, but now you need the compatibility of a new router yeah. in order to really fully access to the access 5G's the network. So we're gonna have to wait for a new router to come. By that time, it's already fucking 2027. Yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been out for two years. Install guy to yeah. actually get to your place yeah. and do it right. It's, it's been out for seven years. And I'm like, well, go fuck yourself, because I already canceled my service to AT&T. Yeah, because I'm too fucking frustrated yeah, with your I'm goddamn not, service. Yeah, seriously. I'm just I'm spitballing here. I don't fucking know. And then it's supposed to be fucking working 110%, and it never does. And they give you like, oh, it's going to be uh, fucking 100 uh, hertz or whatever. It's yeah. like fucking, you test it, and you get in 12. Yeah, I hear you, man. So I want to correct myself. I mentioned earlier, oh, it's only AT&T, and then we're probably not going to really see the benefit. Of course, AT&T isn't the only U.S. carrier committed to being the first to deploy a 5G network in the U.S. AT&T is joining Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile, all of which have already announced their 5G rollout plans. That's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, Verizon announced in December that it will offer wireless home broadband internet services in up to five U.S. cities in 2018, starting with Sacramento, California, well, Sacramento, California. <laughs> I read that as if it was two different places. Uh, Sacramento, California. Meanwhile, Sprint and T-Mobile will plan to launch 5G networks by the end of 2019. Nice. So by the end of next year, you and I should be. Oh wait, no, we're still we're a whole year away. I was just gonna say I don't. We're know almost if we can two put years away. Yeah. In the current events. That's more of like. Yeah. But I I do dig it. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with it. Uh, being a leader in 5G deployment is a major boom boon for AT&T, considering high-speed internet is a must for wireless consumers. Customers overall, 84% of customers consumers said that a high yeah fucking a dude I'm fucking with you. They are fucking with me. Uh, consumers said that a high-speed mobile network is the most important most important offering to consider when selecting a wireless provider. I agree to that. Yeah. According to BI Intelligence, exclusive. Exclusive uh, digital uh, telecom consumer survey. 
it has been a smooth side, and they talk about how it's been difficult, and uh, like Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp, how they're just not, they keep losing reception and all that shit, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it just goes on talking about what it's actually going to do. So that's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. I think it's a good one to leave it off of. What do you think? Is that a good good article to leave uh, in the podcast on? Sure, absolutely. As far as like, you know, current events? Yeah. Got a little bit of everything. Got entertainment, sports, health. Yeah. Tech business. Movies. <laughs> yeah. I actually I didn't even look at the politics section. But do we really oh, want to that uh, on that? Geez, yeah, that's... That's just... That's let's just stay out. Let's... Yes. I mean, unless it's a really good article... Yeah. Then I'll fucking... But all of it was like Trump. It was just Trump, 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 Trump. And I'm like... Is his four years up yet? <laughs> when is that shit over? It feels, feels like it's been four years. God damn, <laughs> since, dude. since the inauguration, it does There's feel like so it's been about four years. so much complaining about yeah. him. And I get it, dude. But yeah. like... The, the thing that he affects me the most is that I have to hear people bitch about him. I know. Like, that's the, that's the thing. Like, people are just bitching about him I and know. I get it he's a fucking problem I get I, it like, I agree where there's smoke there's fire yeah I get all that but like fuck man yeah I think the fire is the whole presidential fucking position like the <gasps> whole having a president I think that's that's the fire I think that's where we were like hey maybe we need to stop electing one person dude what did the wheels fall off have they yeah you know what I'm saying I like mean, yeah dude I um I actually I had a conversation about this that's so funny. Achilles' tail is sticking underneath the door. <laughs> um, sorry, completely got distracted by my dog's tail sticking underneath my uh, my bedroom door, aka the studio's door. Um, no, I, I mean, I, as far as the whole Trump thing, I'll leave it. I'll leave my opinion at this. Um, I was having a conversation with uh, Trevor Barnes, and I think you were there, and there's a few other people that were around that were talking about this. But um, I mentioned that you know I disagree with having a president as being the guy, the leader of the free world, and this and that, yada yada yada. Um, it's a popularity contest, and I, I don't really, I don't get it. I think it worked for when we first came about. Mm-hmm. Actually, Crook coming up with his nation, you know, the country, and all this other stuff. I, I think having one person was a good idea at that time. Right. I think now with. 300 million plus people living in the U.S., I think, and then now having 5G network, I think there's a better way to really figure out what everybody wants and needs and what decisions need, need to be made without having one person come up with that with, with that decision. Like I think um, – so what I said was – I'm going to get a little nerdy here, but for those of you that, that are – into that kind of a thing, fucking fucking aim. For those of you that aren't, bear with me. Um, uh, the Star Wars franchise. There is a Jedi Council where there isn't one Jedi per se. There isn't one guy that's in charge. Like, yeah, Yoda's the fucking man. Yeah, Mace Windu's the fucking man. But at the end of the day, the entire council has to agree upon one decision. And if one of them says no, they have to explain why. And chances are, if that person says no and the other ones out outrank him or outnumber him, then it's like, okay, well, then I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go through with it. You know what I mean? Right. But it's one of those things where it's like, hey, dude, like, there isn't just one guy that knows the answers. I mean, Trump might, might know about advertising, but does he really know much about foreign affairs? Uh, Trump may be really good at, you know... Like settling some sort of like civil disputes amongst certain states and state laws and go and, and federal laws, like he might be able to figure that out. But does he really know how to handle fucking the North Korea situation or the Russia oh, situation God. or this whole racist Ugh. thing that's going on right now and school shootings? How it's like this epidemic that's fucking really sad that that's going on right now. Yeah. Does he really know how to handle that kind of shit? No. But if you had a council of multiple Jedi's, 
Uh, pers- uh, again, Jedi's. You barely, you know, yeah. yeah, you definitely want an odd number, right? You definitely want an odd number. So five or seven. Right. And each one of them, I don't want to say they each specialize in one thing, but they're all elected and they're all their own governing body in the sense of, hey man, like I'm not affiliated with any one group. I'm just here because I'm the best fitted for this job. And then you have them figure this shit out. I mean, what's what's better than having one wise person? Two wise people. You know what right. I mean? Like you 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 want that. You want that. Second opinion, you want that voice of reason. Like when you and I would disagree on something, you want that third person to be like, well, hey, dude, like completely unbiased, but you have good points. You have good points, but this is what I think we should do. And then me being also unbiased, I'm like, okay, well, if you disagree and you agree with him, then let's fucking – let's run with it. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? I think that's the best way to go about something where you have the highest success rate and the lowest fucking turnout where it's like – Hey, people are gonna fucking fight over this, or we're gonna have a huge issue, or we're gonna go to World War Three. Like, we don't want that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, I don't know. That's just me, man. I know it's far out. I understand it's it's really out there when it comes to just me me comparing it to a Star Wars movie. But <laughs> I just like the concept of a council. Like, yeah. Hey, I get it. There's 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 um. There's Congress. Yeah, there's, there's checks there, and balances. Yeah, there's checks and balances. And but Supreme Court would be like. I get it, man. You know. I get it. But as far as a presidential role, like the right. president himself, like he has a lot of power, and Congress is supposedly has a lot more power than the president does. But they both can veto each other. So right. it's like, well, dude, we need we need we need somebody to to we we need a form of checks and balances to check on Congress, to check on fucking the president, to check on all those other uh, all those other houses uh, those those other governing uh, laws, you know what I mean? Like we need that. I think so. So I think we've I think we've outgrown our initial um, our initial home, our initial shoe. You know, I think I think our foot has outgrown that shoe where it's like, okay, now we need to carry that foundation of what our founding fathers came up with and we need to just to Church it up a little bit. We need to figure out a way to accommodate 300 million people. Yeah. You know, and then now that we have... So that we're not in the situation yeah. where people are fucking, yeah. you know, rioting and protesting in the street when the elected official gets elected because it wasn't yeah. their choice. Yeah, I mean, that's I just mean. me, man. That's just me, dude. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a lot um, there's a lot of great things that we have going on right now, but there's a lot of things that we can improve on. I don't have all the answers. I'm not claiming to have all the answers. I'm, I'm just saying there. I'm not the only one that has had the thought of... Wait a minute. Donald Trump is my president? Okay, some, something's wrong. Something's fucked Something's up. wrong. Like, yeah. something isn't right here. And uh, for those of you that do not see that, I mean, hey, good luck. I don't know what to yeah, say to you, man. Yeah, fucking fired. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, a guy that is, I mean. He's a celebrity, dude. He's a celebrity, and he's our president. And then the fact that that was our only other option outside of Hillary I'm sorry, man. I I mean that the fact that those are our only options. I'm like, dude. There's what so many is, shows out like mocking, happened? mocking this mm-hmm. whole situation. Like, there's, dude, it's yeah, just, I just, it's I just don't mockery. get what happened. It's a mockery of, mm-hmm. of our system to me. And uh, yeah, and not not to talk shit if you're a Trump fan or a Hillary fan or anything like that. But it was the to me that's going to be one of the more mocked uh, elections ever. Yeah. And it's just like, and we were, we experienced it firsthand. Yeah, man. And it's it's just crazy. And you're just sitting there going, wait, yeah. wait, for real. Yeah. No, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's, yeah. This isn't gonna. I'm gonna happen. be honest. When I heard he was running for it, I was like, "There's no way." There's I was no sitting way. there going, "He's got." I'm, I was because of what we went through with. I think I've said it on the podcast before, but because of what we went through in California with the Arnold Schwarzenegger situation, 
I was like, dude, I'm telling you, man, yeah. like we're dumb. We're, we're this is this is possible. This dude, is, we're, we're at the point where The Rock or Oprah, Oprah Winfrey is yeah. seriously considered. They running. could be running for president, and the fucked up thing is, is people they could win. It. They people can actually are, win. People are for it. Yeah, dude. And, and I'm I just, I, no disrespect to either of those two people. Is like they're very successful people mm-hmm. in their fields, man, but. Gosh, I don't know. It's crazy, man. man. I really I think this know. whole uh, Donald Trump being our president is like the canary in the coal mine. I really do. I think this is that indicator where it's like, hey, shit's about to go down. We need <laughs> to fucking fix something ASAP. You know what I mean? To me, it's uh, it reminds me of like fucking uh, animals that are weirding out like right before an earthquake. Like it's so crazy. Like you have birds flying fucking north, yeah, and you like, have animals oh, my, running off to the distance. Migrations are changing. Dude. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like whoa. <laughs> fucking dogs are howling. We're like, ah, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Should I run or yeah, should dude. I? It's it's a weird. It's a weird weird little scenario that we're going through right now. Dude, but yeah. um, yeah. So <laughs> that's it's, yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, I, I don't want to get too deep into it because that's another forty something minutes, and we're already twenty minutes over than what we thought we were going to yeah. be. But hey. We're, like, we're not, not going to get into politics. Yeah. <laughs> but 20 minutes later, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. We need a Jedi Council, bro. We need a Jedi Council, bro. We need a Mace Window and a Yoda. All right. Facts. Um, but yeah, so I think that's about it. That's, yeah, that's where that's, I I'm think we should leave it there. Leave I'm, it I'm, I'm happy with that, too. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, that's episode 43 for you. Hopefully, you enjoyed our. Uh, our long-winded spiel. Hey, um, tie-in. Yeah. Uh, so next week we will have Matt Roadhouse Rodick on. We'll yep. be talking about the beer and a bunch of other fun topics. And I will be. Um, I think I'm going to keep this current event thing. I kind of like liked it. it. Yeah. What did you think? I liked it. It was pretty cool, right? I'm going to study more current events. I'm That's actually why I'm. I, I dig it more. It's because it's actually making me go out and look some shit up. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't know about AT and C and the five five G network going no. out in a couple of years. I was like, I didn't know that, but that's nice to know. I didn't know I could guilt-free be drinking the way that I have been. <laughs> Dude, you said a joke earlier. You're like, at my rate, I'm going to live to 100 and what? 180. 180. <laughs> You're like, dude, these people, you do two a day, man, you live to fucking 99. And I go, well, shit, the way I'm drinking, I live to 180. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which we're not advocating more drinking, That's ladies and not, gentlemen. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Uh, you know, two glasses of beer or wine a week, I think is pretty good. You know, like if you want it, if you Oof. are a drinker, that's, yeah. that's a little tough. I, I like wine. I'm actually really getting into wine right now. I'm thinking about trying to make my own wine. Really? I'm playing that's, with that I idea. Wanted, I wanted I'm playing with that least. idea. And they have everything I need at the same shop where I buy the ingredients for beer. So, Dude, and I, I can even make my own cheese. Cheese. Make your own cheese and wine and then pair it together. Get the well, fuck get out the of fuck here, out guy. Of here. Come on, guy. This fucking I'm guy. getting there, guy. I'm a renaissance man. I want to get him out of <laughs> man. I'm a fucking renaissance man, bro. Um, I'll make my own brie. There you go, dude. You can do it. You can do it. Make it the way you like it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I fucking dig it. And then, and then pair it with a bottle of wine that you also made. And make other people like it. Yeah. Like, or we choke them the fuck out. Exactly. Because we're renaissance men. Exactly, bro. That's right. Um, All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Don't get choked out. Bye.